I want to thank you all for joining me today. And I'm really excited to see what you're doing. We're gonna go over your paintings and uh, your questions and all sorts of things. Okay, just to give you an idea of what I've been working on, there's a few things that um, I'm supposed to be going over my final final on my book and I just don't want to even look at it anymore and that should be released later in the summer so I'll let you know when that happens and also in the most current um, magazine of art, watercolor artist I am included with artists then and now with uh, Let's see, Lauren McCracken and Michael Reardon. I am so honored to be in an article with these gentlemen. They are outstanding artists. And this is their 25th year anniversary for it. So if you have a chance, take a look at it. And um, th there's so many other artists in here. And this will show you pretty much like my work. I, I would I should do a webinar and I will but uh, I want to show you where I was and where I am now but we'll do that another time but this should give you an idea if you can see that of how tight my work used to be and then to more abstraction now most of the time except if I'm teaching workshops I try to make it so you can understand what the composition is. Otherwise, I'll take you into left field. So also another thing I've been working on behind me, you can see some of the orchids right here. So that course will be starting soon. I'm just finishing up and I'll, I'll let you know as soon as I can. And I hope to open it up for registration within the next few days, especially for uh, Valentine's Day. All right, and then in this meeting, um, also with the ORCHIDS course, I plan on having uh, the interactive and non-interactive option available for you, whatever you prefer. And I am always interested in your feedback. So whatever, uh, you know, if you have comments or you think of things that I could improve to help you, please let me know. So, okay, let's see, what is the other thing here? What we're going to be covering today are lessons I think it's five through eight or four through eight. And it's basically the lagoon, crashing waves, simple reflections, wet sand reflections. And at the end of the meeting, we'll look at some of the earlier lessons that came in this week. And some of the questions that came in were, um, somebody asked, is there a top to, and a bottom to the painting? So if you, like I like to work on sheet paper and you'll find a watermark. And I know that I've probably mentioned it in this course, I mentioned it in some of the beginning courses, and the watermark is the brand name of the manufacturer. And how you can tell it's the front side is when you see it correctly, and uh, you know, I usually have it in the lower right-hand corner, but I've had it in the upper left, I've had it backwards, so I've done it all different ways. And I've heard one person say, oh, um, if you're gonna do a competition, that was one person, uh, then uh, you have to have it spelled correctly in the right-hand corner. I never pay attention to it, just to let you know. As I think you can tell, I'm pretty loose on a lot of things. It's like, I don't let a lot of things bother me. And let's see, somebody said, what about masking? Like removing masking, do you mask, take the mask off in one direction? If I was using an art gum eraser, maybe I would, but I never pay attention to that. 
And I think everybody is doing fine with uploading their paintings. And uh, just to do a quick reminder on that, if you are having a problem with uploading your paintings, you go to the comment box. In the comment box, you'll see a little icon with a mountain and a plus sign, and you upload from there. And that does not work in the iPad app. All right, and then um, the meeting that we'll have after this will be on February 21st, and we will cover making waves, keeping it loose, ocean foam, waterfalls, and photo interpretation. So we'll see about that. Now, let's see, there are, there's a question that came in from Anne, and she goes, when I tear the paper, should I hold the good side or have it on the outside? That is a really good question, Ann. So, okay. So let's say we have our top side of the paper. What I like to do is, let's see, if this was the top side, I like to take the back side and fold it face to face. And the reason why I would do it face to face is because it'll snap and crack, usually. And I'd rather have the better looking side on the back. And this is 140 right here, so this is not going to be any, uh, anything exciting. But I would start a small tear like that, just like that. And then we apply pressure, which you can't see unless I change the settings. And do you, I think you've all seen that. Let's see, when you tear the paper, should I hold it on the good side or have it on the outside? Okay, all right. Yeah, so just have it face to face, good side to good side, and then um, start your scene like that. And actually, I'll just show you again. Just wanna make sure all of this stuff is really important. Okay, we'll just get to this. Okay, good side to good side, start your tear on one side, now that's important, and then hold that down and apply your pressure. Now you don't need to jam it, just apply pressure on the seam and it'll tear. All right, now that should cover that for right now. Okay, and are there any other questions? Yeah, okay, then I think we're gonna jump right in and go to uh, looking at some of the paintings. So let's see, which one did I wanna start with here? Take a look, let's start with the lagoon. I think that would be great. Sorry, my chair makes a lot of noise. <laughs> Okay, now I just have to find it. I see it back here. Let's get that ready. I, I need a bigger computer. I have lots of computers, but I need a bigger computer here because there's so many little windows that are up. Okay. Alrighty, so let's take a look at all of the lagoon paintings that came in. And I've already responded to everybody. But what's wonderful is that we can all see the work together. And that way you also don't feel alone that if, if there's something that you're not liking or like of, of yours or somebody else's, this helps you 
to um, get a better idea. Like actually with this one, I could see myself and how I ended up painting in the very beginning. And I will go over that in just a moment. Okay, just so you can see all of these. All right. And then we'll start right up here. Now my comment, I'm gonna get rid of myself so you're not uh, looking at me and looking at the painting instead. Now you did a great job with the sky and a good job with the soft and hard edges through here and nice job in the reflection. But my comment to this particular artist was, now having it come at an angle like this, it looks like it's more on a hill instead of it being in water. So how you would handle that, let's try to get to some tools. Let's make that just a little bit bigger. And let's use this. So instead of it going like this around this side, you would soften that edge with, you know, just have that be a little more mingled in. In fact, I think just by mingling it through here, I think you might be able to see what I'm talking about. Because now that little bit changes the direction and it doesn't look like it's on a slant. Just, it's real, uh, you know, just all common. All of these things are common problems and we're all learning together. So just, I think that that would be helpful for you. All right. And here, what I loved was the amount of water in here, these little um, lines right in there. Now, I'm curious if you're, I have a feeling you might be using a softer sized paper instead of arches, and that's fine. And the reason why I would say that is if you look at these lines, like right here, which I love in watercolor, you get, I get more of these when I do, um, when I work on a softer size paper. So that's what I'm thinking. Uh-oh, I don't know why that started to go to the side. But anyway, you did a great job through there. And if, is the artist talking? Yes. Okay. It, it's, it's 140 pound arches, but I find it sure doesn't take much water. It doesn't take much water. What do you mean? Does it does it drying fast or no? No, it it just soaks in really easily. It seems, but it's arches, so I don't know. Now we we had a problem here. Now is that um, it, does it feel super velvety? Does it feel different? Have you does it feel different? Have you worked with arches before? You know, um, I've worked with the 300 pound and it's just, it's, it's just exorbitant for me to get it way up here. I have to spend $250. Where are you? I'm up in Northern BC, but you have to order 10. Oh, okay. Yeah. So anyway, I use 140 pounds and okay. this, it's, arches, it's not cannon arches, it's arches and I don't know. Well, um, well, Trish has been in one of my other courses. I know that she's here too. She's been in multiple courses and a lot of you have, but we had this huge discussion in one of my previous courses and that was with the arches paper that the surface was really absorbent and that was with the 300 pounds. So I haven't found that with the um, 140. I haven't practiced on it and we ended up, discussing it with the supplier trying and nobody owned up to it so 
I'm curious. And I'm wondering if they're saying that they aren't changing it. They haven't told the customer service people if they have, but it reacted more like a softer sized paper, which meant it's soaked in and it had more of those rings on it, which is wonderful, but that's not what Arches is known for. Okay, we've got some chats here. Let's see, I think somebody is trying to respond to this. Let's see if I can, um, let's see if I can find that here. Sally, okay, Sally says she has heard some sizing uh, sometimes breaks down. That's correct. Hi, Sally, nice to see you here. The sizing does break down, but that, in that painting, that wasn't sizing that had broken down. Um, I think I have some painting here that I can show you what happens when sizing breaks down. I mean, it soaks right in and it won't move at all, but that's a really good point. And that's interesting, and Michael Reardon no longer uses arches. And what does he use? Um, no longer sizes their, oh, correct, okay, so they don't size their paper correctly. And the company is now owned by Windsor & Newton, so that would be interesting too, because that would make sense of why they might have changed their, and I don't know, this is just a thought, because if their paper had changed, it has reacted completely different. Yep. So, um, and Lori says that she thinks Arches is owned by Canson, and that's correct. But I don't know whether or not, um, you know, I don't know. I, I just don't know anything current on that, and that's interesting that Saunders Waterford, Waterford is what Michael is using. That's interesting, I haven't tried that one. Well, thank you so much for all that, and you can continue on with that chat. I'm gonna go back to the paintings here. So, um, so that would be fascinating, actually, to find out if that is part of the problem. Okay, so let's go ahead and make sure your microphones are muted so we don't hear the background noise. And then let's continue or I will have to find you and mute you. <laughs> All right. All right, so we looked at this one here, just wanna make sure we're in order. And that, sorry, I'm going back and forth here, and that can affect the flow and the softening of color along the edges too. It all depends on the sizing on the surface, and that's why I thought this might have had a softer sizing to it. So this is something we'll have to investigate. Now this one I think is more of a, um, a harder, not necessarily a harder surface, but I would say more of a student brand paint or a, a paper. There is nothing wrong with that. And the reason why I say that is because I don't think that the color is settling into the surface like it would with a softer sized paper or with the traditional arches. This is still wonderful, but it's difficult and challenging to get the results that you may want. But this particular artist, from what I have seen, has done some amazing work with this really loose style. So I don't necessarily want to encourage, I want to encourage them to just take what we're doing and bring it into their style and not trying to, uh, mimic what I'm doing exactly because they're doing a fantastic job. It's just, it, once we go on, you will see some of the other work and it is very loose and very interesting. 
Okay. And then this is beautiful too. It's just amazing to see the different styles here. Now, wonderful uh, flow of color in the sky and in the reflection and your land. Now, this really helps save everybody. When you're when you're putting a, a landscape in, if you try to make a really hard line, which we're not doing here, but let's say we had a really hard line like this, then you really, that's what you see. But then by just having that softness in there, it, it brings us into the painting. That hard line doesn't stop us. And I think this artist also asked, they were looking for a center of interest in here. Now, for me, what I would like is just the free-flowing feeling in this. I also really like your shoreline. I think it's perfect as is. And if you come in and try to uh, put a boat or something, that is a possibility. You could do that, but that would change it. And let's see, we have another chat. Let's see if I can see that chat. Oh, good. I can hear it. I mean, I hear it. You can't hear a chat, but I can see it. Yes. And Lori says she loves the shoreline. Thank you, Lori. I agree with you. Absolutely agree with you. This is a wonderful painting. So soft. And in our mind, we think that we need to do more and minimizing is a challenge. So I think this is perfect as is. And what's also nice is that it's not directly in the middle of the painting. This is a little bit uh, lower. So that way, it doesn't split the painting in half, even though it is ver um, horizontal. Okay, now again, let's take a look at this. Now this is done on arches paper, and I like the, the lines here, the water lines through here, great reflection, this is beautiful. And I think there's another painting right after this. I think these are, I think these are both by the same artist and how different they are. Wonderful flow of color back here, great reflection, wonderful sky in the, in the reflection here, and how different, th how different this is. Beautiful flow of color through here. And this reminded me of some of the Bolinas Cliffs, which is just off of, just a little bit north of San Francisco. So this reminds me basically where I live and I think you did a fantastic job. The only thing I would be careful of, and that goes for all of the compositions, is that we want to try to stay away from two items. Like, I think this flows enough, but let's see, let's go ahead and do this. I think this is, fine, but you might want to next time carry it a little further so then it continues. Otherwise, basically what we end up seeing are these two big things here, two big bluffs. At least I interpret them as bluffs. And that may not be what you had in mind, but part of being an artist is that you're bringing in what you do and I think a successful painting really allows the viewer to be part of the painting. So I consider this very successful. Okay. And then here, beautiful edge here. I like the combination of the, the trees over here. So again, it invites us into the painting and then you've got that soft edge over here. Beautiful, wonderful, smooth color, beautiful landscape. I'm very pleased with this. And again, the same thing here too. Having those soft edges really, really helps. It just invites the viewer in and 
the hard because now if like let's say we look at this you can or this or this one our eye automatically goes to that hard line and even here but then we're not stuck there we're able to move through the whole painting now why i said this reminds me of something that i would have done when i was trying to first start out I was trying to figure out how to do this, and this was uh, the Bolinas Lagoon, the ridge coming down from Mount Tamalpais down to the Bolinas Lagoon. And that's how I started to understand about softening some of those edges because I just, I had a lot of this going up straight. Now, did the artists come on? Did they, are they trying? Yes, to I did. Okay. I did. I did. I think what happened to me was when I started doing it, I got so excited by the lines and I was able to soften it on the bottom that I just kept going and going. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, so what do you think? You, you well, know, personally for me, I really like it, but, um, but I, but I really, now that I'm seeing some of the other ones and how soft they are, I really like those too. So, but um, I think it was just me getting really overexcited by the uh i was like oh a hard line i was softening the bottom and i was just getting yeah i kind of went overboard with that <laughs> no you know like i said this reminds me of some of my work <laughs> and i i think it would be and this is how i just i um discovered how to soften those edges so let's take a look at this um now i'm not saying change this i like this but I'd like to see you take it even further. I know that you can do that, you know, and just by even doing this again. So let's say if we were looking at this and, and if we wanted to completely change that, I don't, I don't want you to change it. But what I'm trying to show you here is that if we softened some of those lines, that's probably a little too low there. Oh, I see, on the top you mean? Yeah. Okay. Where did you think I was talking? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know. Okay, but see, we don't need, we don't, you could even lift some of this out with that magic eraser if you wanted to. You don't have to. Absolutely. But yeah, it creates more of like a misty top or a, exactly. um, a softer top. Right. By Got having, it. so when you're putting it in, so like um, if we have our sky and then you have some dry edges down here, like what you've got, and then mm -hmm. as you get up here, you can either have that ridge line disappear into the sky, but sometimes the paper is drying faster than you, you can work. So let's say it's, it's, you can't do it. You know, it's just gonna create blossoms, wait for it to completely dry, and right. then come in, get your mountains in and soften the edge with um, a damp brush got it now, and then for your let's see i want to try to move us over here a little bit and so i can see everything so and your line here is a little straight so i like it and i what i really like here do you see this little space the white yeah yeah i think that looks really nice You've got a great job here. So let's see, how can we change that a little bit? Well, you know, a couple of paintings ago was a beautiful, like, uh, I really love the, the, the lines next to the beach. I'd like to try like, it wasn't a beach, but it just, it looked a lot cooler. I really, I don't know. I'm gonna, I have an idea now how I wanna redo it. I'm gonna redo it. Okay. 
You sound excited. <laughs> yeah, well, now that I've seen a couple of other people's like, oh yeah, that would be really awesome, you know? Isn't I might that... want to try it, those techniques. Okay, so here, what I did is I just tried to, this is not the, the best pen for that, but I'm just thinking let's, okay, here, I, I had two thoughts. First, I thought, oh, maybe I should break up that shoreline. But I think what I'd like to suggest here is that you have your mist on the mountains, you've got your ridge coming down, you know, the, um, mm -hmm. the valleys, and then you see how flat your water is. Right. So break that up. That's all you do is just break it up a little bit. And let's see, let me find a color that I can work with. And so you do mean lift out like around the edge line or around the um, the bank of the shore, like kind of lift some of that color out so it's light? No, don't lift it out. Okay. But what I think can, um, I think what we can do here. Make it more jagged. Not necessarily. I think I have, okay. Okay, so if you skip this, like I'm limited to, actually, I think I can actually make this a little bit smaller. Let's see. So instead of, trying to change your, uh, you can change a little bit of your shore. How okay. do you like, I, I talk with my hands, like, you know what I'm talking about when I do this, right? That's a shore. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Watercolor talk. Exactly, yeah. Okay, so if you bring some of this color down here into the water, okay. you're breaking up that flatness of the water. But oh, you don't necessarily want those hard lines, so you would soften that with a damp brush a little bit. Okay. Get the idea? Create different values in the water. Exactly. But you could also not just have it straight, you know, not flat. It would give the impression of a little bit of ripple here and there. Got it. Just gently. Uh, okay, perfect. I'm going to do this tomorrow or tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get out and it's snowing. I may as well do it tonight. I think okay. did I say is the next meeting supposed to be the I figured I would do a meeting the week after next to give you time to um do work. So we'll talk about that after the meeting. Maybe I'll yeah. do another meeting next week. So we'll see. All right. Okay, I'll mute myself now. <laughs> oh, okay, thank you. All right. And then look at this. This is so wonderful too. How interesting this is. This is very soft. And I love the looseness of it. Now, I like it as is, but you can also, let's say you wanted to encourage this one to uh, come out a little bit more. Let's move this over. And let me find my tools. Get, okay, there we go. All right, so if I was looking at this and I thought, how can I bring out what's already there and you've got it i mean it's wonderful as is nice and soft but let's say i wanted to create more of a misty feeling in here i'm thinking i would be looking at some of your just just a tiny bit of a hard line here but i don't want it to be you know, this is a digital pen instead of at a brush because I would soften an edge and, but you'll get the idea. And maybe if you, maybe you can notice what I'm doing right here with that little bit of a hard line, your eye goes there 
it sees that hard line and then it moves off into the distance. Now let's see, I'm gonna go for a green. So let's see, we've got some things through here. We don't like that green. Let's go for this color. And let's see, maybe I'll even put a little bit of a, I don't know if I like that as much because I don't really want much. And my concern by what I just did here is that I, I don't like that I did it on this side and this side. It needs to be more incorporated into it. So let's clear that. But oh, let's see. But you'll get the you get the idea. That's the most important thing. That little bit of hard line there just draws the attention, and then you can goes go off into that mist. So you know. Um, I get so darn excited, just like when you got excited with that painting, I get so excited about all this that my words go in different directions. So, okay, but this is beautiful. And then the same thing here, what I would do is, let's go ahead and change this. You want to have a little bit of a softer edge to this. So I would have tried to let more water in here so it wouldn't be as defined. You want it to um, just transition gently. And you've got some nice brush strokes in here. So just play with softening a few edges. I think that's the best advice that I could give you there. And okay, I'm looking at your reflections. I am thinking, let's work with that for just a second. Remember, we don't necessarily want to put it in an angle because the angle makes it looks like, look like it's going downhill. Or we just have to be careful. Like you actually may see something like that, but when you do it, just be careful or maybe add a few little ripples here and there. Okay, and you can see how this, just stops abruptly right there. So you would want to transition that a little bit smoother through here. And I'm just putting this squiggle up here to try to show you how to, where I would soften that edge. Now that's just a suggestion. And if you don't like what I'm suggesting, you don't have to take it or use it. This might be interesting too, if you just softened that too. It's whatever feels the best to you. All right, and then we're back here. So those were wonderful. I was excited to see all of those. And let's see if there's any notes. Um, Anne says she noticed that the beach impression also was on uh, one of the labeled images. Okay, I'm sorry, I can't. I can't do both. You don't wanna watch me read this. So I will go on to the next one. If somebody would, if somebody sees that we have a question on the chat that you think that should I should have my attention to, maybe you could mention that to me. All right, let's go to the next one, crashing waves. Where do we have our crashing waves? And I might have to, um, Let me, uh, I will double check something in just a second. Oh, here we go. Okay. 
All right, now for this one, we're gonna look at all of these. Now, I love this process. I think it's so exciting. It's, it can be challenging when you're doing it because you might be thinking, it just seems either so simple or, you know, we're trying to draw or paint everything that we see. And here you purposely do, a lot of times I will not give you a reference photo because I want you to use your imagination and the technique and throw it together so that way you understand the process more. Okay, so let's take a look at this. Now for this one, they have a lot of action going on. This is wonderful. Um, my suggestion here was that they could bring out a little bit more. Let's go and get my tools. You've already got a lot going on here, just maybe a little bit here and there. And just like when we did the uh, lagoon, those few hard edges in there, just a little bit there, ended up drawing the attention and breaking up that softness. So let's see, I've got this up here. And if you really wanted this to come out, you don't have to change this, but you might add a little bit of a hard line up here. And a little bit there, but I think you get the idea from, from uh, what I'm doing here. Okay, and we'll go on to the next one. And this is wonderful too. And what's, what's really fun about these is looking for, uh, taking it a step further. Now this looks great the way it is, but let's say I wanted to tone down some of the splash because that might be something I might consider just because like with these here, possibly, you don't have to do that. You could tone this down by just taking a damp brush and going over it, and then you can be more selective where you have your spray if you want. But what I also am looking at right here is this angle, and you could even bring it out Let's see, get right through there. Now I like it as is. I just wanna show you what you can do. You could start to encourage it a little bit, like with a little bit of a line there. Do you see how that can help look like a wave is starting to rise? I like that. I think it's interesting. It, you know, I think what you've done is great. You don't have to change it, but I think that that is fun to know. Okay, so that was great. They're all wonderful. Okay, go on to the next one. What I liked about this, you know, sometimes you might think, oh, there's so many of these, but it's really wonderful. I've got a little bit of a chat coming in here, so let's see what happens. Is this, um, and Carolyn says that she can really see the uh, slashing waves in this one. Do you mean this one that I'm showing right now, Carolyn? You think so? The, the one you showed before with the green. Oh, okay. So you could really see what I was doing just by that. Yeah. Hard awesome. And I meant splashing waves, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I just want to make sure that we are talking about the, the right painting. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Now this is wonderful as is, and I like all of this, um, this splash. It really looks like the shore, low tide, and the water coming in. So absolutely excellent color. 
And again, I'm hesitant to even mention this because I don't think I want, I don't want you to even, I don't want you to do it. But if you feel in, in any of these, if you have just too much splash, just take a damp brush and touch a few areas here and there, and that will tone it down. Now, this is wonderful too. I love this. This is Nancy's. Now, Nancy, are you here? I sent you a message because I thought it would be really fun to hear your interpretation into this but I don't think she's here. Yes, yeah, I'm here. Awesome, okay, so yeah. <laughs> hi Nancy. I loved the angle and then this hard edge. So do you have any comments that you'd like to share with us on this? I love the soft edge, what type paper or? or I used it, this one was 300 pound and I think that makes a big difference uh -huh. um, in the way it turned out. And what I, I, I did after I removed the um, paveo, the, the drawing gum, I went in, I'm doing, <laughs> doing it with my finger now. I took kind of that gray, that soft gray to define kind of waves within the, um, it, like, the like the water was rushing away from the rocks after the wave had hit. And uh, so I went over some of the highlights with a, with a gray. And I think that um, the, the difference in values there made it look more three-dimensional. It's wonderful. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's awesome. I love it. So you ended up uh, taking gray on your finger and doing that? Oh, no, no. I was doing it while I was talking. I was talking with my hand. Okay. No, no I used, a, I used a, a, a brush and just some of the mud from, you know, the, the palette. And uh, I liked it before I did it, but I thought, oh, what the heck? This is just paper. In just a little bit of time, I'm going to try it. And I really liked how it turned out. You really can't plan this particular painting. You know, it just, you just have to do it and uh, see what happens. But what I, there's multiple things that I love about it. What I love is the combination of hard and soft edges. I love the action. I love the angle of it. And that you have some hard lines through here and you've got this spray. It's so inviting. So how big is this painting? This one is, uh, oh, it's a quarter sheet. Uh-huh. Okay. It's wonderful. I'd love to see this huge. It's oh. wonderful. Yeah. It's <laughs> like tough. To it's tough to do it bigger. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, it's a half sheet. Sorry. It's a half sheet. Oh it's my gosh. Yeah. yeah. That's I'll bring it next time I, I see you in, in a workshop. I'll bring it. That's gorgeous. And I love the tone of color. Now, did you use French ultramarine blue and burnt sienna? I mean, uh, sorry, you know, like that just automatically yes. comes out of my mouth. So um, I use sap green, French ultramarine, blue and um, burnt sienna. And then I used the raw umber uh, for the rocks with uh, some, uh, might have even put a little indigo in there. I don't think so though. I might've put a little indigo in the darkest darks. And what about for your masking through here? What, are, what uh, tool did you use to apply it? I used a toothbrush, but in, uh, I, I, splattered it with the sun like usual, but then I kind of took it and just, here I'm doing, waving my arms around in here. Um, I just whacked it with my hand and, and uh, uh, it splattered a lot, a lot more. And then there were some big drips in there too that, that I didn't intend, but I like. I like oh, it. Oh, you know what? And this, I, um, I did use a, the end of a, a, a brush, I think, to get some of those diagonal marks. I think I did uh, mm. do some diagonal stuff with the end of the brush. 
with the masking. Well, it's wonderful because I like the width of your uh, or white water there. It's wonderful. And I'm so Thank glad you. that you joined us today and had the opportunity to do that and be able to share that with everyone. I'm excited. Oh, thank you. I, you know, I appreciate you doing this for all of us. Oh, I love it. I love doing it. And, <laughs> you know, so what, like, like, I love this as is, and I wouldn't change a thing. But I do want to point out, I think I want to point this out. Why not point this out? That let's say, it, I mean, this is perfect as is, you don't want to change it. But, you know, like I'm looking at the little angles right in here. So, oh, yeah. You have a lot of action through here. It's wonderful. Yeah. So. Just more, yeah, more depth there. Yeah, I yeah, see that. Just a little bit, but it's it's beautiful. Well, thank you, Nancy. I'm oh, sorry? Oh, yeah, the colors are great. I love them. Yeah. Your, your pigments are perfect for this. Well, you know, we're not in in a tropical place. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Thank you. And then the same thing for this one here. We've got, um, at like, like this artist I mentioned, well, you've got a great wave going on. Let's see if the, if I have the, I did try to, I guess I don't see the one that, I had one with lines in there. I wanted to show them. Okay, so they've got great splash through here and they've got nice um, action going on here. But if they wanted to, they could really, thank you, Nancy, again. So if they wanted to encourage this, let's go ahead and do this. Let's take a look. They've already got a wave right through here and white water. So this could actually be a wave that is breaking, Going well, going in this direction or that direction but i would try to encourage this a little bit because and try to take advantage of this and maybe smooth out a few of these you've got great splash through there but this is the big wave that i'd be looking at and you could even try to encourage some other areas, just so you get an idea of what I was trying to uh, convey to you. Okay, and let's clear that. Oops, get out of that. Now this is wonderful too, and it's a, a finer spray, and this is good, but like it, see, I'm thinking now, if. If we're just looking at the one painting, then we go, yeah, there's a lot of action in here, but I know we can get more action in this. And we've got all that spray going on. So what you could do if you wanted to, you could lift areas of color out with that magic eraser, or because I've done this myself too, where you have more of a solid rock, maybe you want to have less color in your rock so you have more action. And let's see if we have some, Oh, let's see here. I'm thinking, where can we try to get some more, just like we did with the other one. Try to get some, let's try to just, actually, what I'm doing right here is the lines similar to what you have here, but I'm trying to think, how can we make some more movement? And that would be just by changing it a little bit. And then you've got all this water right here. You'd leave that, but you know what you could do is maybe go a little, just a little bit through there. I don't, it's great as is, but now since we're looking at all those paintings that have so much movement, this is something that you may wanna consider. Maybe not, I love it the way it is. 
So, okay, thank you so much for that. And let's go on to the next one. Now, the other comment I had for the artist on this is that that technique that you've all done, this can also be used for mountaintops above fog. So you could look at that because it's so soft. There's no real definition in here. That looks more fog-like than it does wave-like to me. And if we were going to try to do something with that, we just want to get some, a little more definition. But you get the idea, I think, through here. And I might even try to put it up in a little bit of an angle and play with it because it's also soft through here. We need just a few hard edges. And when you have your brush going in here, try not to draw it on. Maybe have, now don't follow this type of stroke, but do you see what I'm saying? Try to get more of a swing to it. I think that would be helpful. But this is wonderful, very soft and inviting. Oops, there we go. All right. Uh, let's see. And yes, everybody loves that. Uh, Trish likes that green color. It's wonderful. All right. And if there's any comments right now, if anybody on wants to unmute yourself, you can. And then we'll go on to the simple reflections, I think, or actually, I want to go into these a couple wave paintings very quickly. These are different wave paintings. To this. Okay, this is an upcoming lesson, but I wanted to show you just the waves. Now, this person has a very, very loose style, like I mentioned earlier. And let's take a look at all of them. It's so interesting dotting the color on instead. So there must be using an acrylic or a gouache or something like that, but so different. And I wanted you all to see that interpretation. And maybe I'll bring it in again when we go into, uh, when we talk about these waves a little more in depth. But that looseness in there is exciting. And then this one is not done by the same artist, but what I really love about this one here is in the exercise that's coming up, I have it more defined and I'm so tempted to go and try to soften those edges. And it's really nice to see these soft edges. In fact, I probably will. I might do that and maybe I'll even do it with you here. And then again, too, this is wonderful. I love it as is. It could use a little bit going through here, but it has so much action. It looks like it's welling up, ready to crest here. Now, another thing I did, too, is I just um, added a few more pictures into the course for the reference material. Let's take a look at that. Just showing you part of the course there. All right, I, I just wanted to show that to you. I think I have it right in here. And the reference photo, and it's waiting for that. I just wanted you to see that. So, you, so at least you would know about it. Well, it's going really slow, so. Okay, 
that's too bad that's going slow but just you'll get an idea there's some more waves that i put in here and um that's just something that you may like to look at and let's go into the um of the wet sand okay we have a chat coming in so let me just grab that up here and then you love nancy likes the foam on the sand thank you yeah so that would be fun to do so that's there and that's available for you so let's take a look at these now this is in one of the lessons too, that simple brush stroke. Now what happened with this one is that I want you to be careful that you just don't go back and forth because this is the same amount of pressure back and forth. But this particular artist is very loose and I think it, you know, definitely not, not a person that wants to be uh, contained in any way. And that's fine, but they, to have that stroke in that color, just, or uh, not stroke in the color, but stroke in the, in the brush, it's the amount of pressure that you apply, like light touch, then a little heavier touch, back and forth, let the brush skip in your hand across the surface. So that's just a suggestion. And now for here, this artist did a few of them, so we'll take a look at that. Great sky in here, good clouds. This is nice uh, through here. This gets a little lost down on the bottom, so you need to continue that with the shoreline or, let's take a look at that. Uh, either that or, you know, I just am not really sure what you wanna do with this or make another shore through there break that up somehow or add another beach or something through there. Just needs to get broken up a little bit. And then let's take a look, look at that one. And this is coming up next, which is a lot of fun. And I know it can be challenging for you because you're thinking about, I, I, I wanna see something. I wanna replicate exactly what I'm seeing. And here, what we're doing is playing with the form of the wave. And there are reference photos for that too. And here, this one, I can't really identify what's happening because the picture wasn't uh, very good. It's a little blurry. And good job with your clouds. Be careful again, like I mentioned, that we don't have two. So you might want to break it up a little bit because the two, well, notice the two big humps. Our eye goes to even number, numbers there. And let's see. So if we broke it up a little bit, or even if you had a, like a darker cloud back there, you could even do that and play with that. You could even, this would be interesting too, is if you had the beach through there and had some water back there, that could work. But just I wanna see the options. Good job with your color though, but this is such a big area down here that it gets a little lost. We need to break that up either maybe with a wave or or something, it just needs to get broken up a little bit. Okay, and I think I like this one the best because I like how you broke it up through here. Let's go up there. And I would just bring that down a little bit, maybe. But again, 
we want to be careful with that over there. It's a tricky thing, but you're doing a beautiful job. Beautiful job with your sky. This is wonderful back here. Love your horizon line. Wonderful. This is great through here. Looks really good. Okay, now this is coming up too. And um, this is a, a different kind of lesson using a flat brush. And I think you've done a wonderful job through here. Great sky, good welling up the wave, nice value back there. And then you're doing the right thing uh, through here, increasing that darkness of those rocks. And my comment to the artist is we want to be really careful with this because then it looks like it's going downhill, which is, it can actually. I wasn't even thinking about that. My mind must have been in another place, but it could have actually been, um, let's see, going down like a giant rock. But if we're doing that, I think I would try to, try to give the impression. I think it's this angle. It's so much of that angle coming down here. So now remember, any of my suggestions, if it doesn't feel right to you, they're only suggestions. You do, you're the artist. Okay, so you can see I just broke that up a little bit and then I don't see that angle down there. I prefer that. I would also try to be careful not to have too many points in there. Just break it up a little bit like that. Soften that up a little bit, and then we'll see what it looks like. And I, even when I look at my own paintings, uh, I'll go, oh, hmm, I should change that. Okay, just breaking that up a, line, a little bit, breaking up those lines, and this is fine. So, so you can see what this looks like now, and then we'll try to go ahead and, I'm gonna add a little bit of water through here. And then I'll remove this so you can see that or that. So, now you can see how that goes down a little bit. Okay. And let's see. So we have just a couple minutes left. I'm going to continue on with, I think that's what I'm going to do here. Well, of course, that's what I'm going to do. But um, I just wanted to thank all of you who came today that have to leave now. And um, I just wanted you to know that I will continue. But uh, I just want to thank you all for being with me today for those of you that have to leave now. Okay, so I'm going to go back. Okay, and then let's take a look at the beach reflections. Okay, let's look at all of these. Okay, so starting on the top here, that white and that hard line, remember I said the hard lines draw your attention, that's a little distracting, that should be softer through here, that way it wouldn't be as distracting, it needs to be blended, and the shore through here is also a little too, um, to angled a little differently. So I would try to change that. That's what I did down in this bottom one. Let's take a look at that one. Oops, that's not the same one. Sorry, I thought that was the same one, but I would try to change that line. 
so it doesn't. Okay, and there's no horizon line in here. That makes it a little challenging, and you could work with your land over there. So that's what I would do to try to change the line in this area. And this, this is great. Uh, it looks like, I mean, you've done a wonderful job with your sky and the lighter area here though, it looks like it's laying on top in a way. So you might want to go ahead and let's push that back a little bit. It's a little too light. So you can see that it looks like the sand. We need to tone it down a little bit so it pushes it back. However you wanna do that, just go over it with a light glaze, push it back. And your water here, since you've got white water over here and there's no white water in this area, it almost looks like it's, it, I would change that a little bit here. Or, let's see, I'm gonna play with this for a second. I like that you have a little shadow through there, but I'm thinking if this was a little, thinking about oops a little reflection through there to, i'm trying to figure out how to handle this area over here because there's you can see there's blue and no white so there's no rumbling water so if you can try to get some waves in there actually with the waves it would be break breaking up a little bit more You did a beautiful job with your horizon and the land over here and that this is very much the same tone through here so let's see try to play with that little bit of sand maybe make some wet sand through here and I would try to get more of that white through here. Right now, it just kind of rolls over. I would like to see a little more action in that. And you've got some detail through there. I would try to minimize that detail and just suggest it instead of not putting in the lines as clearly as that. So I'll try one last thing on this. Anyway, you get the idea pretty much. Just it needs a little more because your eye goes here and to here. And then this is a wonderful wet sand through here. Great uh, clouds, wonderful fog. And you've got all this wet sand. I'm thinking that you could. Uh, let's see, get a little bit of a shadow in there. I'm debating whether or not I'd like to see it. I would like to, that not to be as hard of a line, but I think if you had a little shadow, you might be able to break up that hard overlapping line through there. You could get rid of some of those, but usually it's not as perfect as that but again, that if you have like the foam coming, so a foam would come in more like that, but not a giant wave. It would, it would be more layered. Okay, 
and the same thing through here and this like i i i'm trying to uh, get in my head what you might be thinking if it's a big wave then you would have more uh, of an uneven okay i do love what you've done and i've already responded it uh responded to you on that but i am looking at this now thinking that we might want to get these tools you might want to try to get that little bit of shadow in there or if you wanted that to be a very small lapping tidal wave the little the little tiny tide waves then you would make that even smaller but if you wanted it to be a crashing wave then this needs to be a little bit bigger and not all the same all the way around you'd break it up a little bit you have to break up that shape but you did a wonderful job through here and here it's beautiful and even this it's just i'm not really sure what exactly you want to try to get there so, okay and here you've got this wet sand you've got your water great sky good landscape and uh, this is looking good it gets a little lost in this area so let's try to trying to get to my little tools that don't want to come up. Well, my tools aren't coming up. So what I would suggest is that we need to encourage, hopefully you can see my little cursor. I would encourage a little bit of a hard line there. Let's see, let me go ahead. I'm going to try that again. See if I can get this. There we go. Okay, so this is not going to be the right color, but we want some definition through here. And if this was going to be wet sand, you would see some of that sky above. Let's see, let's get some of this blue down through here. Maybe a little bit more through here. It just needs a little bit, just a little encouraging. And there's no um, shadow underneath your wave here. So you may want to add that. So it can start to bring it out. So hopefully that helps. Okay, and we have just uh, another one here, one or two more. And this is just a little perfect. I would break that up a little bit. So this is a challenge, this, this whole wave here. So it's not as um, round like that. Let's go ahead and try to change that. My tools are being fussy again, doing the same. Basically the same basic thing is trying to break up that line. My tools are not dropping down. There we go. So you get the idea through there, hopefully. Just change it a little bit. So that would be more of what I would do is try to break up that big U shape. But your trees are wonderful. Okay, and then what I was trying to do, oh, that what I didn't think that was the same painting, but you can see I tried to break up that shoreline a little bit. Okay, 
All right. So are there any questions? All right. Uh, let's see, we're gonna go into uh, two more things, I think. I want to talk about the, uh, some of the earlier images that, that were in, but that came into this week's meeting. So let's take a look at them. to the top. I love how you handled your water down here. This is great. And I really like how you handled this edge. Now I know this can be confusing for some people because I would say that uh, some, some of them that have come in, they did not have definition along here, but for here, this works. And because you have a hard line that breaks it up here, it's fine. It's not distracting. But the problem is, I do love this, but with that color, I would bring a little bit of the sky color into the water. So that's something to consider. And then for this one, let's see if, I know we couldn't decide which way was up on this. I haven't looked at it in another direction. You've done a great job with the, uh, I like it better in this direction actually. Great job with the softness through here. And this is good too, but it's actually like two different things going on. So it's not really, melded as one. So this was actually designed for you to work with complementary colors and working on two different techniques using the wet into wet and well not necessarily the wet into wet but just trying to get a more uh, uh, a better feeling for the amount of water and color on the surface. So you're on track. I do like how you handled this. This area had just a little bit too much water and I would like to have seen that transitioned a little bit softer but this is really nice. I like that through here. And then this is wonderful. I love that, that uh, dry brush technique. And you can see they have some of that color from the sky down into the water. This is wonderful. And I like the mingling of color in the landscape. And good job getting the color from the sky down into the water and with your trees. Good job. This is looking good. Uh, be careful. Just when it comes to this, because you can see your trees are not as large as your reflection. I think it still works. It's just something to keep in mind. So uh, I love your softness in the center. And this looks good too, good sky. I like the lost edge up there. Be careful with that being such a perfectly straight line. Well, even though it has a little um, brokenness to it, it's the same value as what we have in our middle ground here. So that's what you need to be careful with. And you might want to break that up a little bit by going a little bit lighter there. Let's see if we... So that way our attention doesn't go to that line. Just break it up a little bit. So just by doing that, then you start to see your middle ground there. And then for this one, the values of the trees were pretty much the same values of the marsh. And so that's, that's a little challenging. And my suggestion to the artist was that they did that, change that. And let's see, we also want to soften. Okay, so you may want to soften some of these edges down here because it's a hard on top and hard on the bottom that it's difficult to tell 
which one really is top and bottom, I'm gonna go ahead and try to add a little darker color for maybe a shadow through here. Just soften it up a little bit. Bring it over the side and let's go a little darker with the landscape back there. A lot of times I really do not like to have a darker landscape in the distance, but we need one of them to be darker. Otherwise it's too much of the same value. Okay. All right, so I think that's, oops, we had one more hiding down here. Oh, we have a couple more. Okay, so this is a good job with the blending through here. And it could use a little bit of um, definition of a land if you want, but, and we also want to be careful that it's not the regular size shape going all the way across, but you've got a good idea of how to handle it. I like the softness that you've got in the background there, so you're on track. And here, uh, I think the blue is pretty intense, so that's okay, but I do think that's a little strong. And your land is looking okay. I see the, uh, the angle of your clouds are good. And you've got the color down here. You might want to bring some of that color down into, this, into the water. One thing I mentioned the artist was this line through here. So I want to try something because we don't have, let's see, do I want to try that color? Try this color. Because it, it's not really defined and it's not really misty. So maybe what I would do is just come back in and break it up a little bit. And you could even add a little bit um, of water, like white water back there if you wanted to, like breaking, breaking waves, that would be interesting. But you're on track. This color intensity is just a little strong though. Okay. All right, are there any other questions? So let's see, uh, okay, what else do we have? I'll, I'll go over one more thing. I, I was going to go over some photographs, but I'm gonna try to save that for the next meeting. And this one I wanted to talk about, um, let's see, I wanted to try to get out of this. I want, this is the one where we were talking about recovering paintings. So let's take a look. Okay, now what's happening with this one here is that you're using the same, a brush with the same amount of water and so you're not really getting much variation in it. And in this area, it's a big, um, it needs a, let's, let's work with this. Okay, so I am thinking about a cloud. Let's start with that. Try to get some shape through here. So I see you wanted to go a little darker. So how about let's break that up. Instead of it being brown in the sky, you might want to bring in some blue. Reshape that. You might want to bring a little bit of this in there. And what I see is that this and this and this are all pretty much the same 
amount of water and brush strokes. So there's not uh, much of a variation. What I see is that this flows down here. So let's go ahead and try to, let's see if I can go ahead and do this. I'm looking at this wave right here. We have a chat that just came in, let's see. Ugh, oops. So I am, my little tools, I'm making a mess. I feel like I'm working with paint right now. It's just a, I'm, it's not going where I want it to. So hold on for one second. Try to move this over to the side. All right. Okay, so let's work this out a little bit. Try to get, let's bring out what you already have. Let's shape that a little bit. I think that little bit right there helps. Okay, you can see that I'm just trying to have a few hard lines through here. And you could actually have your brush stroke have a hard edge on one side and soften the other side. Go a little darker back there. We need just a little definition through here. So hopefully this helps. And then for this one, let's take a look. Now the problem with this one was that too much of the same. Let's go ahead, get the little tools. We have the two big dots, or the two big clouds. So that's part of the problem there. Through here, let's get my tools. All right, because here we see the two big spots, which we don't need. We need to break that up. So if you're gonna have this, I would bring my white and try to reshape that a little bit, bridge it. You can have your dark color. I like the idea of what you have and you've got a great color underneath here, but it's just, we need to somehow connect it there. And then here, I think that they're too many of the same color. They're all dark right through here. And we need to, um, let's use that white color. And try to break this up a little bit differently. So you've got this big wave through here. So let's try to I'm looking for the big shapes that I can pull out. Got some more white over here. I'm trying to minimize some of those dark lines. And hopefully you can get a better idea of what I'm trying to do. I like the darkness that you have, but it's just too much. It competes with your wave. And now even when, I, when I've done this, I think I've got too many lines in there. So I'm thinking, how can I minimize that, simplify it? But you, I think you'll get the idea. I like the darkness back here and how it works with this cloud. We just need to bridge it so it's not two big clouds that are even numbers back there. 
All right, and then with this one, it's the same idea. We need to pull this out. And I see what you were trying to do here. So let's look at what you've got. We've got, let's see, you've got your beach here. So it looks, it's, it's almost like, um, now I, I, I'm not really sure, is, is this out in the ocean, way out in the ocean, or is it on the shore? So let's say that this was on the shore. So if you wanted this on the shore, because I'm looking at your brown down here for the sand, let's go ahead and get my tools. That should work. You'd have to lift this out through here, lift that green line out. Let's make this be your foam coming in and white water. So you need to break this up. We'll do it two ways. Okay, bring that up a little bit. And this could be a crashing wave. This is fine, but we need to get maybe this yellow right here kind of breaks over. I'm gonna use a different color. I'm not saying use the this blue, but you'll get an idea of what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to look at this wave here. I would try to lift out some of that color there. And what I'm thinking is that these are gonna be the waves on the shore, and this is a crashing wave that's a little larger, that's coming in. That's breaking. And let's maybe light. I'm not trying to use this. Unfortunately, I only have a few colors. I'm trying to think of this as being the lighter part of the wave. And you'll find that in the course in the reference photos. So that'll be light. It'll be darker down here where it's actually welling up from below. And over here, that's a straight line. Let's break that straight line up. Let's make that foam, you know, like the wave crashing and crumbling through here. Okay, and then what you could do I'm thinking oh, maybe a little shadow here and there underneath this. What I'm doing is looking for the edge of your white water there, your foam. Okay, so that is an idea, and you can break up that line, and your clouds are pretty good. So then the other thing, let's say you want, if you wanted this to be out in the ocean, you'd need to get rid of your brown. And let's see, let's work with crashing waves. I have a question, Bridget. Uh -huh. um, you talk about lightening up the waves. How do you recommend getting lighter? You mean, are you saying on the top of the wave or lifting the color out? Well, it would be lifting color out because you've already, you know, in some of these cases when you've been talking, you said, well, if it were lighter here and make it lighter there, but okay. the color's already on, um, how would you recommend going about doing that? Okay, let's see, let me find something. I'm gonna go into my files. All right, 
So let's go ahead and give this a try. Yeah, that. I'm gonna stop sharing and then um, get into my tools. I have to click so many different buttons. All right. So, I'm going to find one of, you know, I always think that I'm completely prepared or as prepared as possible. And that never happens. Like, like I don't have any water right here. Darn it. So, just give me one second. I put my wash bucket out so I could get water in it, and then I forgot to get water in it. So I'll try a different bucket. All right, I'm going to use a Mr. Cleaner eraser here, a magic eraser. This is the one without any detergent. And I actually just bought some online that were the generic form of the melamine foam eraser. And I haven't, I mean, I haven't tried it for the painting. I've tried it uh, in the house and it doesn't break down the same way as the Mr. Clean one does. So it'll be interesting. All right, I'm going to try, let's see, I'm just grabbing what I have here. I've got some neutral tint, which I don't usually use. It's just what I have on hand here. So let's get that in there. And I should have my indigo, but that doesn't look like indigo. But you'll get the idea. All right. So when I say lift color out, you're taking that Mr. Clean eraser like that and you just lift it out. So I like the idea of this having two different techniques. We've got our clouds, we've got our lines, you know, with the brush strokes, and you have the option of completely transitioning a painting. So does that help answer your question right there? about lifting the color yes out. yes it does um i wasn't sure if you were meaning big areas like that but that does get almost back to the white doesn't it pretty close yeah so let's see wow I, look at that yeah, yeah that, that you can really change a painting that way you can really really change a painting with this so Ooh. let's say i want to leave some of that in let's see what do i have here these are not the best colors. I mean, I've got that neutral gray, which I don't want. My other palette, I have, I have it um, prepared for something else, and I don't really want to use that for this. So let's see, I'm gonna go ahead and try to just, do you see how loose I'm keeping my brush in my hand too? That helps. Okay. Is this close enough for you or do you want me to get that down a little bit more? That's close enough for me. That's okay. good. Okay, good. So now here we have a lot going on and it's not necessarily the color that I would want, but 
then I would come back in and soften. Soften some of those. Then you could come back in, use your Mr. Clean. Now, if I have this kind of color down here, I'll ha also have to wait for some of this to dry before I could do something else to it. So I would also consider, or not consider, I would have to bring some of this up into the sky. Now, this is wet on dry. And I'm thinking, well, what if I want to get a different brush stroke on that? I'm going to go ahead and change the angle of my brush. You saw that I turned it upside down using the belly of the brush. And I'm going to soften. Exciting. <laughs> well, you get to have a lot of fun with it. You know, I love doing the demos. Not everybody likes to see them. They, they just want to see all the reviews, but it's also not relevant. It has to be relevant when I'm doing this to what you're doing. Okay, so you can see how that little bit now here, the problem is like when I look at this, I'm seeing I've got two big things here. Now, that's gonna be perfect. I can go ahead and try to change that. So we don't want that. So you can see how that yep. really mm -hmm. changed it just like that. And you can almost use that eraser as a brush in a way. Yes, yes. It's wonderful. I mean, I was hesitant about using this and so rebellious about it and resistant and did not want to use it. But I found that there, it really helps when teaching workshops. Now I'm going crazy. Good, go crazy. <laughs> Love it. Okay, and then I think that that's a little too stiff in there. Uh-huh. So I'll just go ahead and soften this up a little bit. Ooh. But now if you, like, if you watch the recording, you'll see how, where it was and how different it is now. And I don't, I don't, I hardly ever use this color. I mean, this is a neutral tint, but I think that's kind of fun for this, actually. I didn't have indigo, so I've used Payne's Gray. Oh, okay. Windsor Newton Payne's Gray has a beautiful blue tone to it, well, and I, I really enjoyed that. I haven't used that. That would be something that would be fun. Now, anyway, you get the idea through here, and what you can Very do. Much. Okay, good. Thank you. You're welcome. And what I really wanted to do, but we're we're over time now, as as we always do. But um, I always swear that I'm going to just stay within that time frame. It just never happens. So let's see. I think we've got everything else. And then I was going to have the next meeting. Or let me check the chat. Let's see if there's anything on the chat that I'm not addressing. And um, okay, no, I think we're doing good. Perfect. All right. So then we're going to end this meeting. and. Um, I was planning on the 21st. Do you think, would any of you like the meeting next week? Is that, or are you, are you good with the 21st? 21st. Okay, perfect. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Good. Thank you for all the help. I couldn't figure, I couldn't figure out how to type a message, so. 
<laughs> I, I, I stayed silent. Oh, I'm so glad to see you. Good to see you too. And <laughs> I had a busy day, so I'm in bed. <laughs> That's a good place to be. I, I, I think we can all relate to that. <laughs> okay. first is good for me as well. Oh, good. Perfect. Okay. Then that's what we'll do. We'll do it on the 21st. Then I have time to get some work done. I know. You've got a stuff. <laughs> It was wonderful to see your paintings. Well, I want to first of all say thank you to everybody that's been here. I'll be around for just a second. And if anybody has a question, and thank you so much for joining me. And thank you, Francis or Francois. Oh. Francis, not Francis. Almost. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> no. Can I have a question? Okay. Hi, Carolyn. Hi. <laughs> um, when, when or how do you, you know when to use uh, 140 or 300? Well, you know, it's like I use the 140. A 140 is going to give you more of a, a flatter look. It's not going to have that, that real punch to it. And um, I would use the 140 if I'm trying to get more of a detailed painting or a finer lines. And I would imagine, um, like, I don't know, I was thinking, I don't know people that do the crystal and stuff like that. I don't know if they use 140 or 300. I don't know. But if I was trying to get more detail, I would do that because you wouldn't have the tooth of the paper. But I like how rich the color is on the 300. Hi, Agnes. So, so most of the waves is, is really better on the, on the 300. Well, I've done some on the 140 and have felt successful with that. So you should experiment. See, what okay. you, I'd like to hear your response. And why don't you, okay. if you can't, yeah, why don't you practice that and let me know? Okay. Okay. And I will unfortunately probably forget, but if you can remind me, that would be great. <laughs> okay. That would be wonderful. I'd love to hear. I'll try to remember. <laughs> okay. And then does anybody else have any questions? And everybody Thank feeling you. good about the course? Very much. Okay, good. All right, then I will see you all on the 21st. Hopefully, hopefully I'll make it. <laughs> bye. Okay, bye, bye everyone. You. Happy bye. Thank you. Okay, take care. Bye. Bye. Bye, Meredith. Bye.